All right. So welcome to a very special, special episode of Transitions with Dr. Tam. I am finally here with my baby boy, Joshi. Hello. You've been the topic of so many conversations between your siblings and me. And so we're finally happy to have you here. And so this is special, number one, because we're doing Thankful Thursdays. So all month I'm talking about what I'm thankful for. All right. The other thing that makes this special is because we had to figure out a way to get you on the podcast and food wasn't the thing for you. Okay. <laughs> so welcome to our mukbang because <laughs> Joshi likes to eat. So tell everybody what you're eating. All right. I have uh, some chicken, uh-huh. some ribs with the side of fries and some mac and cheese. There you go. There you go. I've got some ribs. We both have rolls. I have a side of green beans, some fries, and some brisket, some um, sliced brisket. So we've got barbecue, and we're in Texas, so you know that's what we do. Right, Joshi? Right. I love it. So let's say our grace. And we honor you. Amen. Okay, so now that our food is blessed. Hallelujah. Because <laughs> you don't have to be long to be strong. Okay. My bishop used to tell me that. Okay. You know, these 10-hour uh, prayers. Your grandfather for Thanksgiving. Okay. Ten hour prayers. Okay. I tell you, people be, people are living right by the end of that Thanksgiving prayer. <laughs> While your your grandmother and I, we are full mm. because we are nibbling. Okay. Okay. Tiny nibbles. How does it taste? Really good. It's really good. Really good. Got your mac and cheese on. I do. Okay. So what we're talking about is what we're thankful for. Okay. Go for it. Tell me something that you are thankful for. Thankful for uh uh. Of course, you gotta thankful for life. Yes. It wasn't promised. Come on. It wasn't promised. You know, uh, uh, it's always those tiny things that make a big impact. Hmm. I think uh, Martin Luther King said that. No. Okay. Probably did. You literally just made that up. He had to say it at some point in his life. Got you. So yes. Um, this week specifically. I was given the opportunity to join this uh, GPSD program. Mm -hmm. It's called uh, JEI, standing for Justice, Equity, and Inclusion. I was uh, deemed as an ambassador. Okay. We did like a... (laughs) We did like a a two-day program, you know, just to meet the current and the new members. You know, it was was a really, really fun uh, gathering. You're one of the new members? I am one of the new members, yes. Yes, it was very, very rigorous to uh, to get in it. So uh, the fact that I did uh, means something. <laughs> Talk to me about what are the some of your silly. What are um what were the qualifications to get in it? <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Do you even know? Yes, 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 yes. Um, for our school specifically, the mm-hmm. uh, the the early college <laughs> counselor, you know, she. She, she selected 10 of the early college students, the 10, top 10. She, she selected those, and out of those four, got to uh, represent the school as an ambassador. Oh, you just said 10. Mm-hmm. So, so four out of the 10? Four out of the 10, out of all of early college. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So what I had to do, I had to make a, a, a two-minute video on why I should become an ambassador and then submit my resume. My, my high school resume. Mm-hmm. And they really appreciate it. And uh, I was, I was chosen. <laughs> I was chosen. 
Praise the Lord. <laughs> okay, for all intent and purposes, something that I need to point out is that Joshua in second grade was voted class clown as his end of year award. What that typically means when a student is, especially in elementary school, voted class clown is mean they play too much, right? Joshi is definitely my child that plays too much. But here's the thing. Here's what's really, really, really crazy about it. When he got that award, you would think that me, being the school counselor at the time, would have had a talking to. Josh, you got the class clown award because you're clowning. No, I was actually proud. <laughs> I was so proud because I too was voted class clown in high school. So I just felt like he is a man after my own heart. Now, that clownery, I still appreciate it, but sometimes it's problematic because I'm the butt of the joke. So uh, Josh does a good job with roasting me and I don't know how to feel about that. So yeah, I'm glad that you are grateful that you are in this, what is it, J-E-I? J-E-I, yes. That you're in this J-E-I program. Here's why I'm happy about that. You ready? I'm ready. I'm happy about it because you are an athlete, but you're also very smart. Like Josh calculates out of nowhere. Earlier today, we were talking to his sister and he was able just to give us percentages of, oh, you just ate 25% of this. And that's an eighth of that. That's a 16th of that. And I'm just like, how are you doing that? Like, I mean, I know how you're doing it, but just for the sake of the podcast, I'm pretending like I don't know. Mm. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, Joshy is like a human calculator and I, I don't get it. So yes, he is in the early college program. His older brother graduated from the same program last year. His sister is graduating from it this year and Joshi will be graduating from it next year. Yes, this means I had a baby for three years in a row. <laughs> Stair steps over here. But um, yeah, they all graduate with their associate's degree. So in addition to taking college courses alongside high school classes, these extracurricular things. I'm loving that you are a part of academic things, social climate things like JEI, but also um, an athlete too. Um, are you grateful for anything involving track and field? I am, I am. Go for it. So for, for starters, I'm grateful for giving a varsity spot. Come on. Right, right, right. There are a lot of fast athletes that people are just naturally born to be fast. Mm -hmm. So, you know, they don't really have to train as hard as I did. Cause I remember all those track meets back in like 2021, <laughs> me getting dead last. <laughs> like I would watch those videos every now and then. I'm like, wow. Do you still have them? Yes, I do. So every now and then I'll just watch it. I'm like, wow, I, I, I got rolled. Everyone in this heat just destroyed me. Mm -hmm. But now I, I either one or two each race, I'm like, and I'm very, very grateful for that. You did work very hard. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you did work very hard. And to say that, well, first of all, what races do you run? I run the 400 and 800. But when I started running for my AU track team at Frogs, they wanted me to be a hurdler. I wanted you to be a hurdler. Mm -hmm. It wasn't even them. That's one thing I can say I love about your coaches they will figure out what is best for each athlete so you were running hurdles in middle school 
And our good friend, Miss Wright, sent this coach that video and was like, yeah, you know, you might have a hurdle here. So in my head, I'm thinking that you have a, you know, we're gonna do hurdles. And so that's how I approached the whole situation with, with your coach. But when they started to work with you, they realized that 800, 400. And I sprinted when I was running track several years in the late 1900s. Um, <laughs> in the late 1900s when I was running, I was a 100, 200, right? There's no way in the world I could conceptualize running a 200 repeatedly. Right. Right. <laughs> you know, like having to sprint that out. And so when I've seen, when I sit there and just see you and your brother run these races, first of all, you give me a great deal of anxiety. <laughs> you give me so much anxiety because it looks like you are about to be dead last again. And then out of nowhere, you just dart up to the front, especially in that 800. I'm like, if this boy... <laughs> And then, you know, my bad videotaping skills. Right, I'm not even in the video anymore. <laughs> I'm just, okay. The bleachers look good right. based on the video, but your mother is looking at you. And I think that one time I actually cried when you crossed that finish line. Really? I think it was one of those where you got a silver and I cried because uh, for what it's worth, you're also the miracle kid, you know? I'm not gonna cry on this podcast though. That's not <laughs> what I'm gonna do, but, um, you know, your heart surgery in 2020. Right. And the fact that a physical, an annual physical so that you could run track is how we figured out that you even needed heart surgery from a hole in your heart from VSD that you had as an infant that we thought had healed itself. Mm -hmm. But back in that sonogram, when four doctors are literally looking over your body to figure out what's going on. Meanwhile, you're playing, watching shows on an iPad. Right. I'm like, this boy. <laughs> this is when he was 12. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, we see that the VSD actually was still there. And that flap of flesh that we thought was going to seal over the hole in your heart actually became a mass. So you were actually carrying extra weight, which explains the nosebleeds and all of that kind of stuff that you were having because you were literally walking around with high blood pressure. You know? <laughs> but thanks be to God, all of that is taken care of. And a couple of things happen afterward. Number one, your voice got deeper yes. exponentially, like out of nowhere. <laughs> also, you got taller than the rest of us, like out of nowhere. Right. And you got faster out of nowhere. Um, tell everybody how tall you are. I am 6'4". Uh, 6'4". Six four. <laughs> six four, uh, <laughs> sounds like for real. You know. 5'9"? Hmm? No. Mm -mm. That is disrespectful. <laughs> no. 6'4". Um, <laughs> this boy actually was in the pediatrician when we were doing his physical. We got to do an annual one. And as they were taking his height, he asked the doctor, did you just write down 6'3"? And the doctor was like, no. Nah. And he said, you should, you should write down 6'3". Let's bro. get the right height. Let's get the right height. <laughs> so, so today I got this uh, lamp to put in uh, Emory's room. And the lamp said from Florida, the top of it, it stands at 5'11". And Josh swears up and down that the, uh, that the lamp is wrong mm -hmm. or maybe the mirror is broken because the lamp is taller than you. But not by much, so you might be, I don't know, 5'9", five, 5'10"? Five, um, like I said, 6'4". <laughs> 6'4", six, four. Six, four. got it, got it. Okay. They just messed up on the packaging. The lamp is actually 6'8", so, but it's okay. I'm not, I don't really do like, you know, 
just like holding people for their wrongs, you know. They made a mistake, and I forgive them. I forgive them. You're thankful for the mistake that they made? Mm-hmm. Anything else that you're thankful for while I'm chewing at this microphone? What am I thankful for? Hmm. My friends. Okay, tell me about your friends. Um, you know, my friend, they, they, they uplift me, right? Instead of, instead of, you know, peer pressuring me to do the wrong stuff. So I, especially like with my religion, they're really, really, what's it called, big on that also. Mm -hmm. So they encouraged me to like do certain things. They even invited me to their churches and everything. So that's very, very like motivating. Very thankful. I love that. I really love that you have a strong faith base in your friend group because that's not very um, popular with teenagers. You know what I mean? But when I pass by your room and see you reading your Bible and hear you listening to gospel music, I'm like, mm. <laughs> I love it so much because, listen, let me tell you something. Your grandfather, both of your grandparents, but I'm speaking specifically about grand your grandfather, daddy. He's happens to be my dad. Right. So dad, you know, didn't do a whole lot of hollering or anything like that in my upbringing. Very gentle, soft answer. Never really seen him get overexcited about things. Right. And the one thing that I can say that I really, really um, appreciated about that is um, he... He always just taught me to think about something before I do something. And I know that sounds really cliche, think before you act, but no, for real, because he would always pose the question, what will you do if I'm not around? How will you behave if there are no people watching? Like, what's your personal conviction, right? And so when I left the college, I, I really can attribute that mindset to why I never got involved and crazy stuff in school. I'm not gonna say I live this perfect life. I still don't live a perfect life, right? But I do think about things. I always think about, you know, if my behavior will cause someone else to stumble, then it's not befitting for me to behave that way, right? And so I love that. Um, and that was me as a teenager, you know what I mean? So it, unless something is your own personal conviction, however, faith-filled your family is, it's not going to hold any weight when you're independent of your family. So I really love the fact that you have good friends and you have godly friends. You know, your friends really do encourage you to be better. Because let me tell you, <laughs> you needed it. <laughs> you needed it. And, and one thing I can say is that, you know, something about peer relationships, you know, because you can have, I mean, both of your parents are very well versed in scripture, right? But the truth of the matter is, you know, we're old, you know, and as far as we're concerned, sometimes kids just take what parents say as a good thing to do, um, or a good path to follow as man, y'all old and boring. So your peers really do, or your friend groups, the people that you choose to have in your life really do have a very heavy impact. Um, and I say that because in my role as a mental health professional, 
I know lots of kids who have great parents, but they have trash friends. And those trash friends are huge contributors to why they're skipping school and, and participating in illegal and immoral things, you know? So I'm very proud of you for your grades and your athleticism and your friends. And I can tell that the friends that you have have also helped you become more humble. Mm. That's very true. That's very true. <laughs> because they were roasted. Right. right. And I love the fact that when I'm around them, hey, Miss Lewis, you know what I mean? When, when your friends, I, no, seriously. I love the fact that when I'm around your friends, even when we were there for like college night, mm -hmm. they made it a business. They made it their personal mission to embarrass you. And y'all know how much I love seeing my kids get clowned. I love the, ro the roasting. I want to say that that is my love language. Oh. High siding. <laughs> okay? Right. Quality time and high siding. Mm. I want to tell you what I'm thankful for. Okay. Listen. This car situation. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad it's finally taken care of. Because driving you and your sister around, I still got to drive you around. Right. But Ari was having the biggest problem driving Emery's car. And it's because I didn't raise her right. <laughs> she needs certain aesthetics. And Emery's car is great. Mm -hmm. But Emery's car is for Emery. Mm -hmm. She can't be behind the wheel of that Nissan Altima. Okay. She needed something girlier. <laughs> and uh, I'm glad that we finally found her car. So, yes, we did end up having to buy a new vehicle, a new used vehicle. Right. Okay. Um, and she loves it. She, she loves it. And I'm, I'm happy about that because the BMW died a terrible death. And what I was not going to do is spend the same amount of money I spent in purchasing the car and fixing the car. So I'm glad we got that taken care of. How did it ride? Did you, did you enjoy riding in it? The new car? Mm -hmm. I did. Okay. I really did. Very spacious. Like in the like the um, the passenger seat, mm -hmm. like I have a ton of leg room. Um, the tires, like the the traction, everything that's good with the turns, that's good. So yeah, I really really do like the car. Have you driven it? I have not. Um, well, you should drive it. I should. The 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 fact that Ariana gave me um, a lesson. She says when you when you get this car, you better you better not have no friends in here. You can't eat in here. <laughs> She's giving me a bunch of rules of things that I am not allowed to do in that car. She said, if the air pressure is low, fix it, everything. She, mm -hmm. don't let the gas, no. If it's in the middle mark, you refill it. You don't let it get to empty. I'm like, oh, all right. Like, I know she didn't tell you that. <laughs> she did it. Not when that girl had to get her car pushed into a parking space because <laughs> she ran out of gas at Starbucks. Yeah, we put her on blast. I know she didn't tell you that. Now, let me tell you, I'm living on the danger zone like every day because I am always almost running out of, out of oh. gas. Yeah. So even when I was bringing the car home, mm -hmm. it was on E. Um, well, it was on, you know, like the mark above E. Mm. But that was way out in Garland and we live for, way further south. Mm -hmm. And then it was also traffic. So I'm now I'm sitting in traffic. And let me tell you, I ain't prayed hard like that in a long time. Lord, if you get me home, I'll trust you. I'll trust you and I'll serve you all over. You know what I mean? Like that's how heavy it was because I was like, this light just came on. Mm. 
and I've got to exit off the freeway in order to get to the gas station, but I'm not in the most familiar area. So I don't know where the nearest gas station is. I could easily exit off the, um, to the service road and then it'll be two miles down before I get a gas station or having to navigate through some neighborhoods or whatever. But nope, uh, I was able to exit, saw the gas station right there and everything was fine. I was also nervous because at one point I got caught by the train. Mm. And if the train had just stayed there probably a minute or two longer, I would have been staying there Oh, an hour or two longer. Right. And Ari was already at work. Mm -hmm. So I would have had to make the embarrassing call either to her or Uncle Kevin. Right. And God knows I did not want to have to call Uncle Kevin and tell him, hey, so um, I ran out of gas. Right on 635 because mm -hmm. I would never have heard the end of it. It would have been another 20 years right. of him making fun of me. So that's one thing I can say that your sister, she since she's experienced that, she doesn't want you to experience that. Mm -hmm. She also doesn't want you to experience it in this car because she loves it so much. Already. That's what, it, oh, she's like, she's named it. <laughs> I was like, ma'am, get a whole life. Okay, something else that I'm really thankful for that you should be very thankful for. <laughs> Christmas time. <laughs> we kind of look like Christmas right now. <laughs> we do. And I did some decorating. So if you're watching this on YouTube. Some. What? <laughs> Josh, don't do that. Oh. <laughs> what, are you, what are you implying? Uh, you, you went above and beyond. Talk about it. This, this house. We, got, we have the, the trees already up. Okay, the trees up. Um, each room is decorated. She said, oh, just take this, go ahead and uh, hang it up in your room. <laughs> she said that, um, you know, the fireplace, you know, decorated, you know, every, mm -hmm. it got even, there's even Christmas plates out. No one, except me, uses that table. Yeah. So, I think well, a little above and beyond. Christmas is a big deal. It is. And it's my favorite time of year. So I felt like it was very necessary to go ahead and decorate because right. why not? And nobody told you to wear this red shirt. I did not tell you. Now what I did is I dressed up because you know I'm very festive. Right. And since I knew that this red jacket was behind me, mm. I wanted to wear the green to give off the Christmas vibe and then my fancy earrings because I just like fancy things. Okay. I don't need a reason to dress up. <laughs> I just be dressing up for the fun of it. So we just happen to match. And then I also, you all can't see this, but I'll bring it into, I've got my gold cup. Right. To go with my gold earrings. <laughs> Are you excited about the holidays? I am. Why? Cause I get a break from school. <laughs> get a break from school. You know, I, I am constantly doing work and it's just like, oh my. Once that, that, that week or two long break happens, I'll finally get to rest. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That is what's needed right now. Rest from what? School. What takes up a lot of your time is track. No. You're not no. gonna be resting from that. I, I need a rest from the schoolwork. There's a lot of work. I have um, college work, high school work, you know, other people's work. <laughs> Don't, no you do not. Listen. <laughs> Here's, here's what I can say about the break that I'm very excited for. I need the break from work. Mm. 
okay, so this is my first full semester in a new position. And so there's still a lot of learning curve because when I took on this position or when I got this job rather, it was the second semester of the school year. So I know what the end of a school year looks like, but I don't know what the onboarding process looks like. So I'm still learning all of those pieces. And when I tell you, it has been the fast and the furious, y'all see it? Mm -hmm. I come home and I crash and I'm like, I'm gonna be a better mother tomorrow. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna figure out how to love on y'all and spend some time with y'all. But I have not been bugging y'all for hugs and kisses because I can't keep my eyes open. <laughs> and I'm just actively working against being irritable because waking up in the next day, it's like, what am I gonna experience now? <laughs> like crying in your sleep because you've got to figure out another piece of your job that you don't don't even know it exists so you know i've i'm grateful here's where i'm grateful i'm grateful to be working with an amazing team that helps de-escalate my anxiety because a lot of my fears or inhibitions are because of the unknown it's really a lot of self-inflicted stuff. No one's doing anything to me per se. You know, it's just me having to deal with things for the first time each time they come up and just not, you know, I, I get nervous when I don't know what I'm doing. But I feel like um, I have enough data to say that even when I don't know what I'm doing, I do a pretty decent job because my children turned out okay. There we go, there we go. <laughs> let me tell you every day of motherhood i am making this thing up it's <laughs> i'm not problem solving at all i'm just coming up with some things and sometimes i'm just mimicking what's been done i'm copying your grandparents okay that's really what i'm doing something else i'm thankful for and also proud of you ready for this i'm ready i love it when i walk into your room okay and you are watching nostalgic things for me. Like, when I saw you watching an episode of Martin, <laughs> I was like, I, know, I did a great job. Like, like, I think Mother's Day should literally be about me, mm. just me. Happy Mother's Day to all the other moms. But if your kids aren't watching Martin, I don't know what to say about your parenting. You know, like, I am really excited about that. What, what other old school shows do you like? Um, I watch, uh, right now I'm watching My Wife and Kids. Great show. Right, right. Great show. Um, we have, um, Fresh Prince. Mm-hmm. What else? We have Family Matters. Uh, let me see. I like Everybody Hates Chris. Mm. That's, that's mm -hmm. always, I watch every now and then. Let me see. Ooh. I, I watch a different one every now and then. A different First of all, A Different World is, is all of the shows, okay? It's everything. A Different World is what every, all of us were watching that made us want to go to college, pledge something, be a, a part of these organizations. Like, A Different World is that show. And we all love Kadeem Hardison, who played Dwayne Wayne. I personally see you as a version of him. Really? Because, yes, because Kadeem... I mean, yeah, he's funny moments. He was pretty funny. All of them were funny on the show, you know, but he was so smart and athletic, you know what I mean? And a part of a lot of social causes. So do you not embody all of that? I do. Yeah. And you be halfway thinking that you're the ladies man, the way Kadeem did in the first couple of seasons. And that's not it. Something's like, bro. Something's <laughs> like, you know, they can't stop. <laughs> they can't stop. They can't stop. Get off me. <laughs> you know? 
was like, bro, Joshua Lewis, be quiet. <laughs> How do you like your ribs? They're really, really good. Okay. They're, they're kind of hard to take off. I know, because listen, what I don't want to do is be in this camera. Like, right, right. You know? <laughs> that wouldn't be great, but that's what I feel like doing. That is definitely what I feel like doing. So when this episode ends, it's party time. Right, that's when it really begins. That's when it, <laughs> that's when it, that's when the show really starts, right. when we're done. Oh my goodness. Okay, so um, Joshua Lewis. Okay. Thank you for finally <laughs> being on my podcast. Right, right. Are, are you going to do this over and over again like your sister's been doing? Hmm? <laughs> You're not even like really shy. I'm not shy at all. At all. Not. You just don't want to be on the podcast sometimes? No, I'm perfectly fine with it. Okay. I just, you got to tell me when. One day, maybe you can be the host. Okay. And just interview me. Okay. And ask me some questions. So let's practice that. Okay. Go. <clears throat> oh gosh. <laughs> what do you envision yourself in 10 years? Empty nester. Woo! Did you hear that? Let me tell you something. That was a great question. In 10 years, I will have a 26, 27, and 28 year old. Mm. I will be living my best life. Mm. I may even be a grandparent by that time. Okay. And if that's the case, I will really be living my best life. I'm going to live life as your grandparents know it, which means I will steal my grandchildren. Right. Not invite y'all to whatever we have going on and just relive all of my adventures with and through them. And I'll make sure that I tag you on Facebook. Right, right, right. <laughs> that's what your grandma would do when you guys would go to El Paso to visit your grandparents. I'd see all these fun things that y'all are doing and she had the nerve to tag me. Right. <laughs> She's tagging me at Facebook on things that I'm not present for, just so I can see how amazing my kids, how amazing of a time my kids are having. And I love every bit of that. I'm really happy that you guys have had that experience with your grandparents and hope that you continue. So, hey, how about this? I'm taking back over my podcast. Right. How about this? How about when I do become a grandparent and then I get to take my grandkids? Okay. Y'all can go to y'all's grandmas again. <laughs> Everybody's with their grandmothers. I was with the grandparents. I really like that. Okay. So what do you think about that? That works. I think that's a great that idea. Works. You know what? You should give me a pat on the back. Let's go. I'm ready. Huh? Pat on the back. It's okay. Get your hand. Okay. Let's go. Okay. Pat on the back. Yep. Because <laughs> you're not going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a great idea. And I think that you are an amazing son. You're my baby boy. Can I call you Josh Spice hmm? on air? No. Joshy Poo, like I do when no one's listening. Oh. I hope that your friends tune in so they can hear your nicknames. Oh, okay. <laughs> I forgot about that part. Uh-oh. I will personally send this to their parents so that way they can all play it on their way to school so they can hear their mom call you Joshy Poo. That won't be necessary. I think it's a good time. Mm-mm. I love you, son. Love you, too. Mmm. <laughs> mmm. I've been waiting all episode. All episode. Hmm. This is what you're waiting on? Mm-hmm. 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 Hmm. Wow. What? Wow. You, what's your favorite one? Hmm? What's your favorite part? <laughs> the ribs. No, that's a lot of sauce, son. Mm. 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 Guess what? Hmm. We're still rolling. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> yes.
Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode. I cannot thank you enough for your love and support. Seriously, it means the world to me. So however you are tuning into this podcast, whether it's Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, maybe you're even watching the video version of this on YouTube, don't forget to subscribe. That way you'll be alerted every time a new episode drops. So again, I want to say thank you for being such an amazing community. We'll see you next time.